There are some folks who are getting a little bit more than flurries uh, today. And they've had a lot more than flurries in Alaska. They've had record, record snowfall snow. this year in Alaska. And Saturday begins the Iditarod. And uh, on the phone with us is a guy who is a, he's a veterinarian, and he's volunteered for years uh, out there uh, on behalf of the dogs. And he, he has got a book about all this, uh, as many years of volunteering for the Iditarod. It's called 4,000 Paws. Caring, caring for the dogs of the Iditarod, Lee Morgan joins us this morning. Good morning, Lee. Good morning. Four thousand paws. Now, what have you? Is that is that how many paws you have actually cared for over the years? Uh, I think that's in one year, sir. That's uh, we figured we see about thousand dogs uh, a year uh, during one of the races, and so four thousand paws belongs to one thousand oh, really? dogs. So there are a thousand dogs that participate in this. every year. Not every year. I think that, it, you know, the uh, number varies. Well, my first year, I believe the number of entrants was 80. Uh, and at that time, there were 16 dogs per team. All right. Well, so, eight, yeah. So know. roughly how many will be, how many teams will be in there this year, roughly, and how many dogs per team? They have brought it down from um, starting team of 16 dogs down to 14. 14. Yeah. All right. So 14 and then how many teams? 14 teams. Dogs in a team, and how many teams, roughly? Um, this year, I believe it's 60. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and this year, it seems like they've had more snow than ever. And I know the race kind of has a ceremonial start in Anchorage uh, before they get out to Wasilla and start again or something like that for the real start. But, I mean, does, does deep snow cause more problems, or is that easier on the dogs? I think it can cause more problems at the beginning uh, because, especially for the uh, teams that are out front, um, they're breaking trail a lot of times. But remember, the, uh, the whole course has been leveled by snow machines. They've gone up ah. you know, the day before. Okay. Um, but one of the problems we can have sometimes is, as you know, you're in the Northwest. The weather changes very quickly. And so you could be perfectly clear one day and next day have several inches of snow. So they run 1,000 miles. Do they, do, 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 do they stop at night? Does everybody rest at night, or do, or do they bring in other dogs and, and other members continue to run? So one, of, one of the things we have, we have 26 checkpoints along the course. Now, at every checkpoint, the teams are required to come in, check in, have the dogs examined by a team of veterinarians. Oh, okay. A lot of people will stay overnight uh, at a checkpoint. Some people will actually camp, uh, take a, a little bit of a rest, or snack the dogs in between. The dogs that you start with, you're not allowed to replace them once they've been taken out of the race. That's to keep people from pushing them too hard. But the idea is is that uh, they would stop at the checkpoints. The uh, veterinary team goes, and we examine all the dogs, and we make sure that they're all fit yeah, enough wow. to go. And those that are not, then we say... And usually the musher is the one that says it too. Is like, no, we're gonna uh, we're gonna drop the dog. We're gonna take him off the race. You have to finish with five dogs. So, and five dogs is, is enough to carry a sled. Um, is there anything that uh, the dog is outfitted with, or is it just as you would find a dog in anybody's neighborhood or anybody's backyard? Or do they have booties on or anything like that? Or? Yeah, so they wear booties. A lot of them wear booties to protect the paws from the jagged surfaces. The dogs, you know, these are kind of professional athletes. They have been trained 
for years for this event. They're trained during the summer. They're trained during the winter. Um, it's not like they just decide to hook them up and go a thousand miles. And so these dogs are really kind of super athletes, in my opinion. And, and what is the are. most miles? Does, does will one run dog run all this a thousand miles? It's more of a it's more of a trot. You know, okay. it's more okay. of a gentle trot. But um, the longest distance between two checkpoints, I believe, is eighty miles. What do you say? I'm sure you've been asked this as a veterinarian. There are people who. Uh, on the outside, and look at this, and they say, "Well, this is just how, how can people do this uh, to dogs?" As a veterinarian and as an individual who has volunteered at this race for many years, what is your response to them? I, you know, these dogs, in my opinion, love what they're doing. This is something that they enjoy doing, and I, I see that all the time. You know, you, you look at these dogs; they're very happy, they're very eager to run. No one's forcing them; uh, they're huskies. So I don't know you can really force a husky to do anything it doesn't want to anyway. But from what I've seen, you know, the dogs seem uh, to really enjoy this. And this is an epic journey that they're taking. I do think that dogs have a little bit more cognitive potential that we've given credit for. And I do think that there's, there's something to running and being out in the wilderness and something that they actually enjoy. Um, the dogs, that it's interesting that when we do have to take a dog off a team, how saddened they seem. If I'm not trying to anthropomorphize, but they do. They they seem very dejected, very sad. Uh, they want to be with their pack. Um, and uh, the dogs that don't want to run anymore, yeah, the mushers are kind of the first ones to say, you know, this guy or girl, she's not pulling as much as she wants to, and I'm going to leave her at this checkpoint. Uh, we care for them, and we take them back to Bush and uh, Bush Plains to Anchorage, and then yeah. after the race, they're reunited with the team and. Uh, it's a good reunion. Well, um, Leah, I, I've always felt they liked it. I got one more question for you. Uh, the uh, prize money is up fifty thousand this year to five hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars for the winner. What do the dogs get? Wow! <laughs> I think the dogs get a beautiful bouquet of <laughs> yellow roses <laughs> and some uh, some much deserved salmon treats afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sam- salmon, tr- lots of treats, lots I think. Lots of and toys. I would hope so. I would hope so. They yeah. deserve it. Lee Morgan, the book is out today, 4,000 Paws, Caring for the Dogs of the Iditarod. Lee is a veterinarian. He has been a part of this event for many, many years. It begins again uh, this weekend. Thank you, Lee. Good luck with the book. Thank you so much. I enjoyed talking. Brad and John. Stream. Through a computer network called Internet. KISM.com.